Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going to the Lower East Side. Okay, this is New York. I am pumped because I've been talking about trying to find a good place in New York to cover for a while. And honestly, New York City is kind of hard to find a haunted hotel that has a lot of information out there on it. There's tons of private residences that are haunted that unfortunately don't fit the format of our show. But there are a couple pretty darn haunted places in New York City. And we actually had a Patreon member, Sarah, recently tell us that she's planning a trip to New York City in April. And so, Sarah, this one is for you. I hope this is going to be a good fit. There are some others out there, so I'll send you a separate note with the other ones that I found as well. This is your haunted holiday at the Bowery Hotel in New York City, New York. All right, Lisa. Well, before we dive into this hotel in New York City, I do have a special shout out to Holly, our newest Patreon member. She subscribed to the early check-in, so she gets not only the extra monthly episode, but she also gets early releases of our weekly episodes that we put out. And Holly actually reached out and let us know that they are visiting St. Augustine in March uh, for her birthday and that they have booked the St. Francis Inn, Lily's room. So if you've listened to that episode, it sounds like they listened and they were inspired to book a haunted bed and breakfast. I am so excited for them. Holly, you've got to reach out and let us know how your stay goes and if you experience anything interesting. I got to tell you what, that St. Francis Inn was a wonderful stay. So I'm sure you're going to have a great time. And thank you so much to subscribing and supporting the show. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, Lisa, I will hand it off to you. All right, Lindsay. So we are in New York City today. And like I said, there is so many haunted places in New York City. And what is surprising when you're trying to find a haunted location there for hotels is it's actually quite hard to find a ton of information on different hotels. So there is this one, the other one that is famous, that is haunted, that maybe we'll do a future episode on. But Sarah, if you're listening, is the Algonquin Hotel, which they say is haunted as well. But the place that we're going today actually had a lot of violence in the general vicinity of it in this part of town. And there's not only the hotel being haunted, but places around it are very haunted as well. So we'll talk about that too. So this is kind of like prime haunted spot of New York City, I feel like. Perfect. I remember like a while ago asking you, Lisa, we got to find, we haven't done a place in New York City. There's got to be some good haunted places. And you always saying there are some really great haunted places. Some of them don't fit the format. It's tough to find a place that you can travel and like book a hotel room. Um, so I'm glad you found this one. It's This is about time we're covering New York City. I know. It is way overdue. So today, the Lower East Side is known to be a pretty, like, ritzy, chic part of New York City. There's museums with artwork, parties. I mean, it's kind of a, a fancy 
part of town today. But that was not always the case. As we know with New York City, you know, different areas have been refurbished over time and rejuvenated. And of course, Manhattan is just insanely expensive living area for the most part today. But back in the day, that wasn't what was going on. The Lower East Side was actually known to be really, really shady. And one of the most poor areas of the town where there was regular brothels, um, shady businesses going on, gang violence is the other major thing that happened in this part of town. There was turf wars going on between gangs, especially between this one group called the Bowery Boys, because this part of town was kind of the Bowery at this point. Think about, it's actually described kind of like Martin Scorsese's Gangs of New York. Have you ever seen that movie, Lindsay? A long time ago, but yeah. Okay. If you haven't seen the movie, it's also been a long time for me, but what I remember most about that movie was the massive amount of violence that supposedly happened around these gangs. Like, they would go after each other with, like, machetes. I mean, it was a no-holds-bar, like, war, gang war happening. You know, really, not until, I think it was, like, the early 2000s was this part of town rejuvenated. So, Going up until not that long ago, there was known to be a lot of violence and poverty in this specific area. Gotcha. So gentrification essentially stepped in uh, about 20 years ago or so, it it sounds like. That's that's interesting. I mean, you could look at that as a a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah. Okay. Very true. So violence, not really the best part of town for for quite a quite a long time in our history sounds like yes now the other thing i had mentioned some haunted places in the general vicinity this hotel happens to be right next door to what is called marble cemetery and this cemetery was built in the 18 in 1830 it has i i'm told like big marble crypts for you to see where a lot of prominent New Yorkers back in the day were buried. The names I didn't personally recognize, but some of them were like former mayors of New York City and and that kind of thing. But not only prominent New Yorkers, but also, you know, I talked about the violence, 1800s, 1700s, lots of illness happening. People were buried here that died of tuberculosis, whooping cough, scarlet fever, all kinds of things, and lots of children as well. And one thing that they say, and this reminds me of Savannah a little bit, is they believe that the building that the Bowery Hotel is in now is built on top of some of the oldest graves of the cemetery. Mm, Okay, well, there you go. And I mean, old places like, I mean, New York in general, it seems like they moved bodies around all the time or they just built on top of cemeteries because think about the millions and millions of people that have lived there over the last centuries and have died and the reality is that is one sure thing in life folks we're not going to live forever so just think about the massive population in new york in general and the number of people that must have passed away over the the, the, the history there 
it's got to be massive. Where are they putting all these bodies? <laughs> I mean, I would not be shocked if this place was on top of a cemetery. Exactly. And what's strange is this is considered one of the most haunted places in New York City, but the, the building itself is actually not that old. They demolished a building that used to be there. It was hard to find information on, but I believe it was a bank at one point. Demolished it, built kind of this old factory style building, and turned it into this boutique hotel in around 2002 is the best date I was able to find. There are some varying dates out there that I've seen, but that seemed to be the most consistent. So the early 2000s, right around the time that the Lower East Side was kind of turning around into this chic area. And I got to tell you, we're going to talk a little bit about this hotel later, but this is, as I say, boutique hotel. This is very boutique, okay? It is super cute. The furnishings are amazingly done. This place is on the fancy end. Ooh, I mean, you know, I like that. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy a good place that's, uh, you know, reasonable, that's affordable because you can stay longer. But I love hearing about the fancy, the fancy hotels. This one is fancy. So fancy, in fact, that this is a popular spot for celebrities, rock stars. If you stay here, you just never know who you might run into. And Johnny Depp has been known to stay here as well as, and I don't know if this helps the place, Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, I mean... Maybe I need to go there because I would love to run into like a Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, these are the things dreams are made of, right? Oh my gosh. So, I would <laughs> I need die. To stop at this place. I would die if I ran into Leonardo DiCaprio. But this is the type of place people stay that are famous because yes, I'm going to give you the general room prices and everything, but there is it's also known for having a very chic penthouse on the top floor. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits.
So Lindsay, although this place is relatively new, you can see that there's a lot of reasons for the building itself to actually be haunted. It doesn't actually look like a brand new building even, like they've kind of styled it to almost look older and factory-like. And then when you get in, it's got like very fancy rugs and decor and mahogany wood. And I mean, it doesn't look like a brand new place. Okay, fair enough. They've they've styled it out. Yes, it is very styled. So let's get into some of the things you should expect if you stay here. The number one thing that you are going to want to do if you stay at the Browery Hotel is you are going to want to get up at 1 a.m. and go to the elevator. Supposedly, every single night at this time, the elevators go crazy. They stop at different floors. They stop working. They have no idea why this happens, but it's something that is experienced pretty much every day, is what they say. Huh, that's so strange. And I imagine they've had someone come out and look at the elevators and make sure it's not a mechanical issue, but I'm sure. I mean, it's hard to say whether or not they have, but does does this place embrace their ghosts? I could not find any information from the hotel itself about the haunting. So, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't seem to not embrace it necessarily, but it's certainly not doing a tour or, or talking about like the haunted history. I would bet you that they're not fully embracing of the spirits, <laughs> you know, just based on how fancy this place sounds. A lot of these types of places, because you're paying enough money, I imagine this is expensive. I bet you'll get into it in a little bit. But, you know, if you're paying a, a high price, you know, they'll kind of go with it. If you're asking them questions, they're not going to be rude about it they'll accommodate your questions and try to answer the best they can but a lot of times these fancy places i've noticed they don't really fully embrace and a lot of times sometimes even the staff are like oh it is haunted i i I didn't even realize but i mean they know they know they deal with this every day they see those elevators going crazy yeah what's exciting about that particular haunting to me is that If you go there, you should be able to replicate it. And if this truly does happen every night, it wouldn't be that hard to say you've experienced something, right? Which is something that other people can't say. If you go to these elevators and they start acting wonky, you can be like, oh my gosh, I went to the Bowery Hotel and the elevators actually started acting wonky. If we have any listeners out there, by the way, who have been here and have tried this, I would love to hear if you experience experiences. Sometimes when you look this information up, it could be exaggerated, but I mean, everything that I read said this is like an everyday occurrence. Interesting. The, the one thing that I will say, and this is the skeptic in me, when I hear about something occurring so consistently um, around the same time and it happens pretty much every day, that makes me lean towards mechanical issue. To me, consistency is is more of a uh, something we can debunk. But uh, that being said, that's just my opinion. I, I think a consistent error is more likely a mechanical. Problem but why would it? Why would it be a mechanical issue at one a.m. when, first of all, that's like time when ghosts are out and about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not an engineer that, that builds elevators. So I can't tell you that, but there could be some sort of a timing mechanism. I don't know. But to play devil's advocate, 
we also know that there are residual ghosts. <laughs> well, I yeah, mean, we think there are residual spirits that are doing things maybe at different times of day, recurring, kind of replaying the past. And yes, maybe it is a mechanical issue, but maybe it's also some residual thing that's happening every night at this time. Yeah. I'm not ruling out residual ghost because believe me, I want it to be a residual ghost. I just think anything consistent like that, uh, it makes me question whether or not there's something else going on there. Yes. So that's the biggest thing that I think you really have to do here. There are some other things that do happen. There was one guest who says that they were just kind of sitting by themselves in their room having a beer and their beer literally got knocked out of their hand by some unseen force and spilled all over them that is scary so that would be not only did it waste their beverage but it would be pretty scary to have something take you by force and knock something to to have a, a sense of like physicality um, that it has the ability to do this tells me it has the ability to potentially injure you if it wanted to True. Yes, that is true. But also, what a bummer that the beer got knocked down. I wonder if they reported this to the bartender. It was like, some ghost just knocked this beer out of my hand. Can I get a free one? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? I, I mean, wonder if they would accommodate that. I bet you they would. But I mean, hard to say. It would be a strange request. The other thing that this hotel is known for is sometimes guests will check in, go to their room, and when they open the door, they are greeted by a lady in white. Hmm. I don't know why, but like ghosts tend to wear white. I wonder, <laughs> I mean, it seems like a lady in white is not, <laughs> you laugh about this, but doesn't that seem like a pattern? I mean, for whatever reason, there's plenty of ladies in white. There is. That is certainly a pattern is the white outfit for whatever reason. I don't know. I'd like to dig into that one of these days and figure out what's going on there exactly. Um, the other thing that they say is there is a resident poltergeist that they believe is living in this hotel somewhere. And this poltergeist, they say, kind of gets up to no good, starts messing with things, will move objects around and hide them mess with lights and specifically messing with lights like during events they have a, a very fancy event space here where weddings are held and that kind of thing and they say it gets particularly active when people are having some sort of event it might start messing with the lights or something like that to kind of stir things up hmm. interesting i do always find the poltergeist like interesting, right? Because they're there's they tend to be more active than your typical spirit. Yeah. So the other thing to look for that people have also reported in terms of apparitions, there is no like specific apparition that people say, like, we know who this is at this hotel. Like a lot of places there's like a former owner. Here we have the lady in white. We don't really know who she is. She's somebody that's been recurringly seen. But also, hotel guests may just be sitting in their lobby, having a cocktail, see another hotel guest, start having a conversation with them, and then that person just will disappear mid-sentence. Huh. How cool. So it sounds like lots of full-bodied apparitions and then just strange phenomena. 
Yes. So lots of interesting things. It's supposed to be very haunted. But not only is this hotel haunted, like I said, kind of at the, the top of the show, is this entire area is like a hotbed for paranormal activity. So if you happen to be staying here and you want to experience something, literally right next door is that marble cemetery. They say that is haunted. And there are numerous other places just right on the same street that there's one museum, I can't remember the name of it, but that's considered one of the most notoriously haunted places in New York City, where a family that lived there a hundred years ago is haunting the place. You can go take a tour of that museum. People have felt people touch them and, and stuff like that. So there's actually a lot of interesting things. And the other thing that happens just outside this hotel, so back in the day, I said that there was a lot of brothels in this part of town, that kind of thing. There was a prostitute named Annie Moore who was murdered in 1906. The murder is still unsolved to this day. And she is apparently seen sometimes walking the streets just outside of this hotel. So if you happen to be walking around at night, you're going to also want to keep an eye out for Annie Moore. Ooh, I like that. So, I mean, all kinds of potential here. So even if you're not staying at this particular hotel, maybe it's outside of your price range, you know, or or maybe you are staying there and you want to wander out and take a look at the cemetery and stuff. It sounds like you can go at least to the area and, and potentially have an experience. Definitely. Go, go around that cemetery, sneak in the hotel at 1 a.m. If it's outside your price range, get on those elevators. And, you know, the key is just act like you're staying there, right? Like, <laughs> don't be like right. laughing and giggling. Just walk in with confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell him you're there to see Leo. He's up there in the penthouse. Lindsay, I would definitely say that this is on the fancier end of the spectrum in terms of hotels. That being said, it is New York City. So if you are staying in downtown Manhattan, most places, it's going to be a little on the pricier side. Yeah. I mean, I would expect it to be pretty expensive. Yes. And again, this is also not your Holiday Inn Express. Unfortunately, I could not find a Holiday Inn Express in New York City that was haunted. <laughs> Otherwise, that might be a really good option too. But this looks like a really, really cool place. And they do have a lot of different amenities. They have nightly turndown service, bathrobes, all of that, down comforters and pillows. It looks extremely comfortable. And they also have complimentary bikes, Lindsay. No I know kidding. that's something that we like at a place when they do have those complimentary bicycles to use, and they do, which I think would be really cool. The rooms themselves have floor-to-ceiling windows. All of them have, I mean, they vary in size significantly. The standard room, I think, is about 250 square feet with a queen-size bed, a little sitting area, but all have those really nice wood-paneled floor-to-ceiling windows, beautiful curtains. Some of these rooms are corner rooms, so they're not huge, but you have windows on each side with an amazing view of the city. It's very, very pretty. They have marble bathrooms with rain shower heads, 
antique brass fixtures. And the other thing that is here is a really nice Italian restaurant called Gemma. It's supposed to be delicious. It is highly rated. So if you're staying at this hotel, this might be a good restaurant to stop in. And then the lobby lounge looks so comfortable. I, I gotta say, like it is full of just couches, mahogany paneling, a fireplace. And in this lounge, it's not your typical lounge it's or lobby. They have expert bartenders there that are mixing seasonal cocktails for you and an extensive wine list to enjoy. Oh my goodness. This sounds right up my alley. I'm all for this. I mean, it's beautiful. So let's get into the prices. Again, New York City, it's going to be expensive. And I was just kind of looking a couple months ahead. What are the price ranges for kind of your standard room? If you're going to get a queen size room, probably I would say the smallest room that they have. For my search, it was around $395. There are different sizes of those rooms that go up with Queen where maybe you need a little bit more square footage. So that ranges up to a little over $400 if you're okay with a Queen. They also have King bedrooms and those start at around $450 a night, give or take when you're trying to book it. Obviously, these prices are subject to change and are going to vary based on the season. So, I mean, really, it's, it is expensive and it's outside of the price range I'd be willing to pay for more than a day, right? But I do actually, I'm not totally shocked by this price because it's in Manhattan I, I was expecting something to be at least $300 a night. I feel like that is possibly kind of standard for downtown Manhattan, like anywhere in Manhattan kind of situation. I would expect to spend about $300 a night. Now we're up in the 450s, 400 ranges for a nice boutique hotel. Sounds about right, really. It's, it's right. expensive though. Yep, and it goes up from there. There's different suites and stuff that are $800 and up. So right. Um, these are the rooms that if I'm going to book it, I'm going to probably get that kind of standard queen size bed and we'll just have to squeeze in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I realize that this is a newer building, so there's probably not. Is there any sort of room that's more haunted than another or is this just it, it's a newer building? It just the land itself seems to be haunted. Right. There is nothing I was able to find about a specific room that seems to get more hauntings. Right. So feel free to book the cheapest room if that's what you need to do, because that's what I would do if, if, if I was heading up to Manhattan and I was going to be able to stay in this place. All right. Well, the Bowery Hotel sounds pretty promising as far as finding an apparition or even just coming across some interesting poltergeist activity. Maybe try to recreate the beer in hand up in the room. See if you can get that ghost to knock it right out of there. But really good good place so sarah let us know even if you don't book this don't feel obligated to book this sarah now that you're if you're listening to the episode but maybe walk by if you don't book it and check out that graveyard and let us know if you come across anything all right everyone thank you so much for listening we really enjoy putting these episodes together for you each week if you're enjoying the show make sure to rate us five stars and to spread the word let your friends and family know about your haunted holiday um, also if you're interested in reaching out to us 
go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us. You can send us an email with a recommendation for an episode or even your own ghost story. We love getting those. All right. Have a great week and thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.